I need new music. Discover new music now. JJO. Madison Solid Rock 941 JJO. I'm Brock and welcome to Discover New Music. Joining me today, Mike Protich, uh, formerly of Red Sun Rising. Now the new band, which is what we're discovering today. We have been discovering the violent. Uh, Mike, this band was born in the pandemic. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was definitely, and it was kind of unintentional, but it kind of fueled the flames of building this project because we had nothing else to do. With the uh, announcement of the hiatus that Red Sun was taking, I'm sure a lot of people, Mm -hmm. myself included, going, oh man, you know, but then the violent was born and you got together with some former bandmates. What was kind of the mindset going into this? I know you said, uh, we didn't have anything else to do. Was it purely bred out of that? I think the, the seed was kind of planted when we were still with Red Sun Rising. You know, when we were touring continuously for like five years straight, Red Sun Rising just never stopped touring. And it was always myself, Dave and Patrick always hanging out. We always joked like, wouldn't it be fun to just do like a little side project together outside of Red Sun Rising? So when the Red Sun Rising started to come to that point where we were like, you know, it's time to say goodbye to this or lay it to rest, maybe it just made sense. And it's like, well, now's the time that we can do that thing that we always joked about and make it a reality. And now it's the main focus. So we started doing it right before. So this would have been 2019, like November. We, we took a trip down to Nashville and we're like, let's just, you know, I'll show you the like Dropbox of songs that I have that maybe we could use for the violent. We just kind of had a listening party with a producer down here. And um, we chose, you know, Fly in the Wall was in that batch, our first single. And we just started recording it. And then the pandemic happened and uh, we all went home and we're like, how do we do this now? So we, we all made investments into home recording gear. You know, our producers like, I need you to get this and this and this so I can have clear enough tracks for, for, for this. And we started, you know, building our home studios and, and continuing to record. And that's like all we did for that year. I mean, I was singing vocals in my closet. We shot the video for fly in the wall on our cell phones and just compiled it all together. So, you know, it's, it was, it was pretty crazy how we were able to keep moving. I don't want to speak out of turn here, but you know, red sun had such a meteoric rise. You guys just Mm -hmm. unbelievable. You were here all over the charts. Did you think maybe you got burnt out a little bit and this is maybe that fresh start? I I think there's I think there's a lot of that, <clears throat> you know, Red Sun Rising. I'm, I'm so proud of Red Sun Rising and everything we did. And you guys are, were huge supporters of us. You know, we loved coming through there. Those songs were a huge part of my life and they're still there. And I love when people say like, I still love this song and this song and they'll be there forever. But yeah, there's, there's a freshness to this and everything we've learned from the music industry. We've just, do, we've been doing smarter and, you know, not burning ourselves out and knowing where we can cut things out. And when, when things are unnecessary, you know, those are all things we've learned from Red Sun Rising. So moving forward, it's just it's just better, healthier, and and not to mention, you know, the three of us are very like personalities. So it's it makes it uh, very easy. And and going from a from a five band member to three band band members is, is is actually a lot easier. I think there's something special about three piece bands. I don't know if it's more hats that you're wearing in there. Was that something you guys planned? Did you talk about maybe expanding the band or is this a three piece through and through? I think this will always be a three piece band. Um, You know, we may, we've talked about having some guys or girls play with us live to play some of the things that we have on the record uh, that we physically can't play, but it's been fun because like there's songs where I play bass and there's songs where Dave plays bass and then some, some songs that we switch. So we've just been really creative with, with that three piece thing. And obviously we all kind of been tinkering around with like the synthesizers and keyboards. So 
there's a little bit more of an electronic, like, I, I guess, a, a futuristic touch to the, to uh, the violent that Red Sun Rising didn't have, which was strictly very like almost like a throwback kind of sound to it. But, um, but yeah, it's just been a lot of fun. And, and I think it'll always be the three of us, even if there's somebody else on stage, just supplementing sound. Yeah. Now let's talk about the uh, current single that people have been uh, mm-hmm. just rocking out to. And I'm going to be honest. I didn't know, uh, think this was a cover that the world needed, but man, it is unbelievable. Your take on The Doors, People Are Strange. Covering a band like The Doors, paying homage, if you will, especially yeah. when it involves an icon like Jim Morrison, that's got to feel like a pretty daunting task. And when we were talking about maybe toying with doing a cover of any kind, you know, when The Doors came up, we're all like, well, we all love The Doors, but is it sacrilegious? You know, cause we know there's going to be, cause we love them too. And, and, and we know if like we heard somebody else do the doors would be like, ah, it sucks. But, but, you know, we're like, we're probably going to meet some of that resistance and, and we're okay with that because we do, we do love the doors and we love the song. And, and that song to me, you know, people are strange. It's kind of like whenever you have a society, whenever you have a rules and, and guidelines and, and, and a way to fall in line, there's always going to be people outside of those lines. Mm-hmm. And I think during the pandemic, a lot of people found that it was okay to, to be, outside of those lines. And, and, you know, there was a lot of people that had a lot of time to think and sit by themselves. I think it, it was a, you know, it's, it's kind of a liberating track in a way. And it's like, okay to be, it's okay to be strange. It's kind of an anthem for those people. It's just such a cool take on, on a song that we all know. We've all heard the song a million and one times, but what you guys did, what the violent did with it, I thought was just so I listened to probably 10 times before I even got on with you. I was just, just awesome. getting in that mindset and it's just really, really cool. Uh, channeling Jim Morrison. Did you try and do that a little bit? Did you, I mean, you almost yeah. have to, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, that, that was, that was one way we kind of, we held the integrity of the song was, is, you know, I was going to try to deliver a vocal performance that was, you know, how I thought Jim would do it if he was here today. Mm-hmm. And um, then the, cause the music is so different and mm-hmm. you know, the original track has like this bouncy quirkiness to it where we kind of removed that and focused on more of the darker soundscapes of it and just focused on the, the darker sense of what the lyrics were saying. And um, but yeah, then we just kind of held the integrity with the, with the vocal performance. So, I, I mean, I'm really, obviously really, really happy with how it came out. It's just such a unique and cool take. Obviously you get to see it now. The music videos out for people are strange and the other things that's been released. I do. I love the uh, cover art too, uh, that I was sent for the violent and the EP. Now are all the photos, uh, all the pictures, is that for the correlating songs? Yeah. So every icon that you see on the EP cover is, is for every song that's on the EP. And then there's some transitional songs that aren't represented through the icons, but um, it's, it's a pretty, it, it, it plays like an album, even yeah. though it's an EP. It's, it's pretty dense. This is something I do with everybody. It's called Rapid Fire. Don't overthink right, it. Yeah. These are not uh, a brain-busting questions. We just want to get to know you as yeah, quickly yeah. as possible. So here we go. Rapid Fire with Mike. Uh, Beatles or Stones? Beatles. Whammy Bar or Wawa Pedal? Wawa. Chili Dog or Corn Dog? Chili Dog. Very nice. I like the chili dog answer. Uh, for the articles only, of course, Penthouse or Playboy? Uh, Playboy. Ooh. Uh, original recipe or extra crispy? Extra crispy. I like that. David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? Roth. Yeah, Roth, going old school. You know, I've, uh, I've had that conversation with a few people. I think we all just need to accept 
everything together. It was great either way. That's why I had to think about it because I actually like Sammy Hagar. Yeah. I actually, I actually like his voice. So, uh, the red rocker, man, he's good. He's good. One punch from Mike, uh, Mike Tyson or a hundred punches from a fairly strong toddler. And when I say that, I mean, it's like a toddler that you'd see like, Oh, that toddler looks big. I think the toddler. Yeah. I think Mike Tyson would probably just kill me. I would just be dead right there. One punch. It doesn't even matter if he's having an off day. You take that to the chin, your toes. All right. Well, thank you for humoring me on that. That was rapid fire with Mike Portich of the violent, the violent music.com. You get all that linked up through JJO and everything else. The drive home with Brock and Hunter JJO.